Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Thank the Lord for you taking time this morning for just a little Bible study. We're looking today in the Gospel of John, chapter number 14. If you have a copy of God's Word nearby, just reach over and pick it up. Let's open it up to the Gospel of John. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And my, 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 what a journey it is through this wonderful Gospel of John. Today, we're starting one of my favorite chapters in all the Bible, and it is chapter 14. There is just so much in just the first few verses of this wonderful chapter, and I believe, no doubt, it's probably one of your favorites as well. As we begin today, we're just going to read the first verse and just going to look at some of the wording of this verse and uh, want to be a help to you today. But I believe we're living in a time when people are heavy hearted and they're troubled in their soul and their spirit. You know what? Many people don't know. Uh, they, they're, they're so uncertain about tomorrow. They, they don't know if they're going to have this or they're going to have that. And, and they worry and they fret and they go through life worrying about things that most of the time never come to pass. But yet in life, it's so easy to get so troubled in your spirit and in your countenance that you miss out on living your life with joy and happiness. You miss out on so many things by being troubled spiritually. And today, Jesus is speaking to some men who were going to face a very difficult time in their life. And he's given them some things that they can look back on and reflect upon that will help them through even the most difficult of times. Their whole world was going to be turned upside down in just a matter of hours. In only a few hours, Jesus would be arrested. He would be beaten with a cat of nine tails. He would be smitten. He would be mocked at a trial that was just a, a sham. He would be brought before the Roman governor Pilate and and the crowd would cry, crucify him, crucify him. He would be marched through the streets of Jerusalem, out the city gates, out into, across the Kidron Brook, and to the place of the skull, the place called Golgotha, the place we call Calvary. And there he would be crucified and put to death, and would give his life and shed his blood for the sins of the entirety of the world. But to those disciples, the 11 remaining disciples, it turned their world upside down because they knew that Jesus was the Messiah, the anointed of God, the one that the Bible, the Old Testament scriptures firmly declared would come. And therefore, they believed him to be a great political person. And they thought he was going to set up the earthly kingdom of God at that moment. 
And we know that today as we think about it in the future. And by the way, that is coming, the millennial reign of Christ, but that will be at the end of the great tribulation. And so we see that the disciples didn't really fully comprehend everything that was going to take place. And it troubled them greatly. And Jesus knew that it was going to bring great confusion in their life. And so it is that the Lord here begins to speak to them. And perhaps it is that as they're walking and making their way toward Gethsemane, that Jesus is speaking. And John records in verse number one, Jesus said, John 14, one, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. What a wonderful, powerful, precious verse that we have in the word of God. And there is some help for those who have troubled hearts. I'm glad that Jesus is the answer for your troubled heart and my troubled heart as well. Life can bring so many difficulties. And as I think about this, and I think about how that Jesus is giving them the help that they're going to need for the next day and the days beyond, he's given it to us as well, because it's found here in the scripture, in the word of God. There is encouragement for you and I today, and great encouragement today, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter what is going on, even personally in our life, there is some help for this heart-troubling situation of life. Notice what he said. He said, let not your heart. I look at that word heart. It's a very interesting uh, Greek word. It means uh, the heart, and it literally means physically the heart. It could mean that, but figuratively, and I think that the Lord is speaking in a figurative term here, I think it means the thoughts or the feelings of the mind. And as we think about that, by analogy, we could say that it is speaking of a broken heart. I don't know if you've ever had a broken heart. If, if something has happened, a tragedy in life that has brought you to a place where your heart is broken. But Jesus has an antidote, an answer, a help, a cure for your broken heartedness. I'm glad that he does. Jesus said these words, let not your heart be troubled. Now there is another word that we, we should look at. And let me define that. It means to, to stir, to agitate, to, to actually to, to roll, roll like water, like boiling water. And so it is that that is the way trouble can be. It's like boiling water. It just rolls. And as I think of that, Jesus said, don't let your heart become that way. Don't, don't be so agitated. Don't be so stirred by the things that is going on around you. And then he gives us some help here in this verse. He makes a bold statement. Let not your heart be troubled. There's a choice to make. There is a choice. What can we do about it? When life seems to come at us from all angles, and we don't know when there's sickness, there's sorrow, there's death, there's suffering, there's things that we have no answer for, and it comes in every way. But what, how we respond when it comes makes a difference in the outcome of it all. And as I think about this, the Lord is right in what he's saying. Let not your heart be troubled. And then he says, the, the answer, 
and the help that we need. First of all, he says, ye believe. And I, I want to ask you, do you really believe? Is your faith something that's real in your life? Do you believe? What do you have your faith in? Or who do you have your faith in? Are you trusting yourself? Are you trusting in the higher power? There is only one that we can trust today, and his name is God. Ye believe. And that means to have, literally, it means to have faith. Ye believe in God. Now, that word God is the word theos. It means, actually, it means the supreme God, the divinity. And it, that's exactly what it means. It's the name for God. And he is the supreme divinity. He is the supreme being. Ye believe in God. But Jesus says something else. Believe, and that's exactly the same word that he used in uh, the first. He said, ye believe in God. And then Jesus says, believe again. And he's talking the very same word. Have faith. And he says, also in me. Now, I'm going to say this. We need to have faith in God. Certainly, we do need to trust God. But our trust in God is based upon our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you see today, here's the, here is the, the answer for our heart trouble. That the agitation that comes from life is that we have our faith and we placed our faith and our trust in the supreme God of heaven who is God himself and is the Lord Jesus Christ himself, and we trust him. And no matter what comes our way, we can put our faith and our confidence in knowing that God is in control because he is the controller. He is supreme, he is sovereign, and he is in charge of everything that happens in life. And, and I'm going to say this, he's not the reason for things that happen because we live in a cursed world and we, lived in, we live in a body that's aging and dying. But yet there is a God who loves us and we have put our faith and our confidence in him. And when we trust him, we can face anything that comes in life and we just need to keep our eyes upon him. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Don't be agitated. Don't be rolling like boiling water. Don't be stirred up. But put your faith, your confidence in not this world or the things of this world or even in yourself. But put your trust and your faith totally in the hands of God. He's working all things together for good, for our good, and for his glory. Read Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, and you'll find that out to be true. Well, we'll pick back up here in the morning, Lord willing, and we'll go from here. We'll pick up and we'll go into verse number 2 tomorrow of John chapter number 14. May God bless you today. Thank you for taking time to be with us this morning. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Child.
child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.